0: 1 through twelve three, and then we'll read the scripture. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing, renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the true will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Um. And what we're going to try to do is understand God's will a little better Um, today concerning our minds and the renewal that's necessary uh, in our minds and when we talk about minds here we're talking about hearts so when you hear me say mind it's really your heart our hearts that, that we're discussing so In order to understand God's will, it's going to be necessary for us to have a renewed mind. We just won't understand God with our carnal minds. You know, just coming, you know, thinking I'm smart enough to understand. I got a better approach, you know. Uh, Some things are for some people, but I'm okay, you know. I can endure and, you know, I can settle for or because of my years in the church, you know, you really can't tell me, you know, you know, all those kinds of things come up, um, and more, and, um, but if any of us were done, I don't think we'd be here today, right? So he's doing a work on us, it's a sanctification process, right, that um, he intends for us to Actually, go through. It's important to him that we don't skip a step. And then, when we skip a step, we're going to be faced with that step again. The steps aren't going away. Now, if we don't want to take the steps, we might go away, you know. But the steps aren't leaving. And and this is, you know, it's just like God. Um, we have to look at Him the way He is. He's supreme. He's the ultimate. He's not just, you know, the second in command or, you know, or some lead at the job. He, he's the owner, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's the ultimate. And um, in his case, he can see everything that's going on in the workforce. He doesn't need a report from Dorothy on me. He can see me, right? He's paying attention to me. He's paying attention to you. Um, <clears throat> when the parent's will is that the child would reach the long-term goal of graduation from high school and they want him to reach it with flying colors, the parent will express their will for the short-term goals that lead to the long-term goal, which is the ultimate will of the parent. I don't, just want you to go through school and get a diploma. I want you to be valedictorian. I want you to be whatever it is, you know, the best that you can be. Now, because this is what I want for you, this is how we're going to get there. You come home from school, you put that ball down, and you get in here, and you study. Right? All right. Now, that's how mean they were to me, and I turned out much less than a graduate, yet (laughs) alone— But what I'm trying trying to say is that if we follow the plan God has for us, we're going to be what he wants us to be. And that plan is going to mean saturating our minds with things that we otherwise wouldn't choose to saturate our minds with. When I come home from school, I want to go outside and play, you know, and do all the things that I want to involve myself in. But a good parent knows, no, you get to play, but you, you get over here and you study first. Get this all knocked out, right? Because it's just not that I want you to get a good grade tomorrow. I have long-term goals in store for you. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. And this is, this is our father. There's long-term goals, a reception we just can't fathom. We cannot put together what he has planned for us, right? And he wants us to live up to the call. He called us. Out of darkness into the marvelous light, we need to live up to that call. Now, what sense is it to call me out of darkness and I still walk around like I'm in darkness, right? What what sense would that make? How is that honoring to God? It's not, okay? I need to look like the light he's called me into. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless God. So, um, once the long-term goals are achieved, it's possible to know God's will. Let's put it like this. Ultimately, we're going to know God in as much as we can know God because we'll never fully exhaust God. So, when we get to heaven, we'll know what we've been considering and pondering and all of this stuff. Oh, this is how it really is, right? Wow. You know, look at this. If you can get up to look at it, right? You, you know, check this out. But on the way, what the Lord is doing is he's um, He's going to reveal himself as we seek him. But we can't seek him unless we search for him with our whole hearts. Okay, here, listen to this. Okay, we get fragments and tidbits and stuff depending on how we're approaching the situation. But if He wants me to have my feel for the day of Him, then I need to seek Him in that day with my whole heart. I'm going to be honest and say, I'm going to be honest and say, I know none of you are going to be honest, but yeah, <laughs> right? I'm going to be honest and say, you know, I, I don't. I don't really like the wholehearted approach, you know, that's, that means everything in a day, right? I need to get away with something today, you, you know, so, you know, I, I you know, something, you know, I, I may not want to admit that, but it's like, if I say to myself, I'm going to do Everything the Lord wants me to do today, undoubtedly, I will fail. Okay, undoubtedly, I'm sorry. However, if I come up marginally and say, Well, I'll do some things, I failed already. Okay, I've, I've started off the race running, I'll fail in my part. Th- hear me out if if I if I say I want to please you by doing everything you want me to do today, I'm going to fail on my side, but I'm rewarded on his side because my attempt, you see what I'm saying? Is to please God. This, this is, look, all of us are failures, period. It doesn't matter. And he didn't care. He knew we were going to fail. But what he doesn't want is us not to try. He wants us to focus on seeking his approval and try our best, right? So that he can reward us, right? And so that we will glorify him among the nations. The world needs to see that he does have a people that love him and that belong to him and that are doing what they can to serve him. The world's going to jump in there when we fail. Okay? Let him deliver us from our inability and let us count more on his ability. Okay? Bless the Lord. Uh, the Lord wants our desire for him moment by moment, day by day. How often does the Lord want us in his presence? Constantly. Constantly. Now, let me kind of break that down. There was a time (laughs) that we could be not in his presence, but of course encompassed by his presence. So consider Eden. So what am I saying? The Lord walked through the garden in the cool of the evening. That means he was gone. You get it? They were there in the garden, but then they heard the Lord walking in the garden and calling for them. You get it? So that means they weren't constantly, the Lord is not setting us up that we're like some people will say, and they're getting some of these songs incorrect. Some of the songs are incorrect. You know, praising the Lord all the day long. This is my story. This, you know the one. All right. Um, this is inaccurate. Okay? We're going to have, we praise the Lord by being what he wants us to be, first and foremost. Okay? Out of our hearts are gonna come, is going to come praise for the Lord. But he's not setting us up to come to eternity that all we do all day is praise continuously. He's setting us up to be an authority over this place as he had intended when he created Adam and Eve. Okay? We have work to do. He has plans for us. It's not just gardening. We've gone beyond. (laughs) All right? But it's a life on another planet that he's, and and when I say another planet, this one renewed, like we're going to be renewed, right? A new earth that we're actually going to be able to be the product he intended from the beginning, right? Bless the Lord. Did I lose anybody? Uh, Okay, so it's not about you wanting your son in your face all the day long, praising, oh, mama, oh, I just praise you from day to night, right? (laughs) We're made in God's image. He don't want that either. He wants you to go and do what you're supposed to do. Get out there. Here's your ration for the day. Fulfill your purpose. Right? Okay? Look, it, it, it makes sense when you think about it, but we need to get what they call crystal Platonism out of our heads. Okay? okay, and what we need to do is start seeing God as a loving parent. If you've ever known a loving parent, then you have a... Foreshadow, because even though you had a loving parent they weren't perfect so it's a foretaste of a perfect God he's perfect so he's gonna love you and be perfect doing it right and can love you at the same time he's loving her and perfectly love both (laughs) right bless the Lord he wants us in his presence every single day so then, how often should we renew our minds? If our mind renewal is dependent on being in his presence, how much, how often should we renew these minds? He wants us in his presence today. Renew your mind today. If you're coming with the built up mind full of your own self-centered, selfish, self-aggrandizing, selfish, pleasuring, self-thinking, self-wanting, self, 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 you're going to have a problem <laughs> getting into his presence, right? So he wants us to renew our thinking. <laughs> He's laughing at me, but it's true. He, he wants us to renew. He wants us to Not conformed to this world, and I have to tell you, we've been conformed to this world, but he wants us to be transformed by the renewing of our thinking. And where is this transformation going to come from? We can request that the Lord begin a work in us. I always advocate for the first thing in the morning, turn to the Lord. Even recognize how hard that is. It's hard because you wake up in your mind immediately. You run out the door naked. You haven't put on uh, any clothes. Your mind is all over the place, so it needs to be harnessed. If you have any a device of any sort that you can set your alarm that when it starts it plays a scripture or something like that, let that wake you up, right? Do whatever it takes to make him first. Okay, because that way, right, that way we're going to start the process hearing from God, hearing about God, right? So then that's going to make it a little bit easier for me to stay tuned the rest of the day. But this mind renewal is no joke, okay? Because I said a minute ago, it says be not conformed to this world, and I'm saying we're already conformed right? It's hard to shake thoughts. It's hard because some of our thoughts, we love them. That's all we have left of our actions today. Right? When we, we know we can't act the way we used to act, but we can turn those thoughts on and let them play out, right? And they're leading us away from the transformation process that he wants. What do we do? Take every thought captive in Christ Jesus. That's what we do or try to do. But if you're not feeding yourself Christ Jesus, it's going to be hard to do. Right? We are what we eat. We ate this world in full until we came to our senses. And so we're full of it. And it's debris. Full of debauchery and obscenity and just all kinds of nonsense porn and you know and all kinds of treachery and deceit we fed off this world so undoubtedly this is what we have to contend with but also undoubtedly he can walk us through this okay so when people try to tell you oh you know old things have passed away all things have become new that's scriptural. Believe me, don't let them misinterpret what this means. Because what I did in my past, it still comes back to haunt me. And in most cases, I don't mind the haunt. <laughs> Look, it's 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 kind of like I really want what you want for me, but I want it under my own terms. Because, yeah, because, look, I've enjoyed this life. Unless I lie to myself, and and, and, and we will, and lie to others, God wants the truth in the inner parts. So I need to tell the Lord the honest truth. I, I mean, you know, I know it's wrong to you. It's wrong how I've lived. It's wrong. But you know, I can't say I want to stop. Now, I have resisted. You watch me pull away. But my heart is still like Lot's wife somewhere that's going to make me turn around. Think about what I'm saying. Right? The Lord wants truth in the inner parts. Because out of the heart, the mouth speaks, and out of our heart flow the issues of life, right? Okay, so so look, what's making me, what's preventing me from being transformed? Let's consider our diets and then consider that we consider ourselves much more highly than we ought to. Because if you just decide in and of yourself, I can watch Netflix tonight and let Netflix dictate to you through the night, right? You decided. You did not ask the Lord. First, is this what you want for me? You know why you didn't? Because you don't want to hear no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to hear that, <laughs> Right? You you don't want to hear it, so you're not asking. But when, there's a sneakier way that God would approve of, right? I know there, there's a there's a way I believe the Lord would approve of. I believe that He would approve of us saying, "Well, I'm not asking because I know you're gonna say no, but could you let me like your no? Could you could you help me love your no? Could could you?" Because you see my heart, you see where it's at. Could you, could you please help me want your no? Bless the Lord. He's looking for us to look for him any way possible. That's searching and seeking with our whole heart. Consider it. Okay, I resisted, but then I turned around and said, you see me resisting. You see me hiding something. You see me holding on to a pleasure. Um, you see everything in my heart. Now, I don't want to commit to you, <laughs> right? But I want you to do in me what I can't do in myself. Right? you know I'm going to blow it. Without your help, it's impossible to please you. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. We'll hold on to these petty permissions, is what I call them, you know, um, and as much as it's possible to do and still continue a vain pursuit For the help of God. It's vain. Because I'm not really willing to let go of all that I need to let go to get your intervention. Right? Bless the Lord. So, God wants us in his presence. And the way to get in his presence is to wash. And it's a model in the old days, the brazen labor. In the tabernacle and then in the temple where the women's compacts were, were removed from them. They were too busy looking at their face and their makeup. So <laughs> he took, took them and made a, uh, a, a laver, a big bowl that you can see yourself in and you wash in that. And then you wash your feet and your hands and then you can, um, and your face. <laughs> yeah. Then you can enter in, right? Now, we don't have that to do anymore because that was an act. However, um, we're now the temple. You're a temple. You're a temple. You're a temple. You're a temple. We're each a temple, right? This washing, it needs to be done with his help, right? Right? We need the Lord to help us wash to enter into his presence, right? So, Lord, help me. And where's my sacrifice? It used to be a body or an animal or something with blood. You, 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 You know, the only body was Jesus's. So it used to be an animal or whatever. But we couldn't satisfy him today with our bodies because there's only one body that was used for the remission of our sins, right? What is my sacrifice? I'm going to bring this stronghold in my heart to you and I'm going to lay it on the altar, right? I'm going to bring what I think is just okay. This is okay for me to live with. This ain't that bad. I'm going to bring that and lay it on the altar. These are sacrifices worthy of what he's done for me. I need to clean this polluted mind up. And this is what he wants to help me do. He wants to hear that I recognize it's polluted and that none of it is suitable for you to dwell in. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. So you might want to renew your mind. <laughs> yeah so all right, so here 's our help. start out in the morning, go to bed at night, right with the Lord on your mind. You might want to daydream about where it is you 're going to heaven. look for things that are going to reinforce that daydream um, sometimes i what I do sometimes is um you know i 'll pull up one of those um it's not even a, uh, necessarily a Christian production, but if you think about the, um, all right, like um, Cozy Cafe on YouTube. Okay, so then you see water and you see couches and you see, you know, all this relaxing atmosphere. But they're playing jazz. Now, the jazz for me is going to lead me back to jazzy days. <laughs> right so um, what I do is I mute the jazz and then I'll turn on some Christian music and then I'm looking at this which is far beyond my reach here though rich people are living in some of this scenery that I'm looking at right my goal is not I want this today I want it where it's gonna last in his kingdom okay now look this isn't everybody. Some people, we all have different issues, right? You might want Hawaii, you might want to own an island in Honolulu. You might, right? But, but for me, it's like you could give me one, <laughs> but it's not necessarily my pursuit today, especially when I've seen Hawaii and Honolulu degrading. It, everything is decaying. So I don't have the same desire for anything that's dying and especially that I'm dying. I want it where it lasts forever. So think on things above. Can we think on things above? Research the things you want to think about. Research. Look look it up in the Bible. Think about heaven. Heaven, before we started researching heaven, we thought heaven was just clouds and cherubs on the clouds, right? This is how we saw heaven. If, if you look at the way the secular world is going to present heaven to us, they're going to show you Muhammad Ali and Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson in the bar shooting pool and having a beer. They finally, they up there in heaven. They sang here and now they with the angels. They're angels. You know, listen, we can let Netflix and HBO and Showtime and all of this dictate to us a lie that will be satisfying to us because we're not telling the truth to God. You, you get it? It will be satisfying. We can let them dictate this, or we can look it up ourselves. Okay, heaven's not any of that. And it's not just a place of pure monks walking around humming, you know. So if you want to daydream about something, because you want to replace the pollution in your mind with pure thoughts, heaven might be a good example. This might be a good model, right? Think about where you're gonna live, look. <sighs> Who doubts that we're gonna leave here and not live forever somewhere? Who doubts that? Okay, put your hand down. We'll talk to you. <laughs> okay. We're we we're, we're gonna we're gonna live we're gonna live somewhere forever, okay? And there's two choices. It's with God or without God. Without me saying the obvious, you understand that without God is not the place where you want to be. Right? Right? Okay. So, since you know where you're going, dwell on it. Look it up. All right. So, the Bible says, what does the Bible say about the new heaven and the new earth? The Bible says new heaven, first of all, is the cosmos. It's not God's heaven where God reigns has never been defiled. You get it? That's never been touched. It's not, we have not wrecked that place. We wrecked this place. And now we're in the heavens wrecking the heavens. We got our satellites and our spaceships and we, we're flying out to where no man has gone before. And we're taking our sin to those places. Okay, so we're wrecking the heavens, right? So the Bible says that we're going to have a new heavens, cosmos, and a new earth. It also says we're going to have new clothes. It says robes. I'll tell you this. We're not losing anything. We're going to have fashionable clothes. All right. New jewelry, new positions, new statuses, imperishable bodies, new attitudes, new songs, okay, new joy, new everlasting friendships, everlasting friendships. You will not hear that Sheila talked about you, okay? If you heard that, you you, you question, where am I? This can't be heaven. I said, Sheila, and is she over there? I'm, let, me, let me get it right. She's the one that would talk about you, not Linda. No. So, you, you get it? It's eternal fellowship with the Lord, not to mention no more sorrow, no more tears, no more death, no more dying, no more wars, no more fighting, except in the soccer games. But that's a sport. Sports aren't going away. I'll tell you why they're not going away. They're even used and mentioned to us as a model for us to run the race. It's, it's, it's like God ordained for us to have a good time here without the perversion, without the sin. So when you think about heaven, think along those lines. What else have you heard? Streets of gold. Where is he going to get all that gold? He owns everything. Right? I mean, literally think about that. Everything, he owns it all. If we have a shortage of gold, poof. Right? Who wouldn't want to be there? Our minds can be renewed by clinging to an object or an area of of focus. But if you want to have factual thoughts processing through your mind, if you research what the Bible says about where we're going to live forever then you want the facts to ponder, dwell on, consider, and dream about. Otherwise, we're going to renew our minds with someone else's model, someone else's theory, someone else's deception. I mean, look, if we're going to be sheep, we need to follow the good shepherd because there's another wolf out there. He's been working slowly, disseminating his will into the world since we've been here, right? He wants to just, right? Follow me. He wants to pie piper, right? Follow the pie piper. Follow me. A little innuendo here. A little subtlety there. Follow me. I'll lead you where you're going. This is really what it's all about. All the way up to love. God is love. He loves everybody. No one's not coming to heaven. Why would he, why would the enemy spend his time (laughs) leading us away from the truth of God? I mean, really, who are we dealing with here? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, what's it to you if Tina gets a mansion, if you have one? You want her to have one too. The analogy at Bible study um, about, I forgot it, but that one, <laughs> you know, the, the one about, look, they're outside giving away diamonds. One person each gets a big old diamond, right? Right? So I come in the house with my diamond, and you, my neighbors, and I just go to my house and close the door. I don't tell you they're out there passing out diamonds. That you, you get it? All right. I think because he doesn't get a diamond, he doesn't get any of the stuff that he had. I mean, the description of Satan in the Bible when he was Lucifer and Ezekiel is enormously grand, okay? Decked, decked out. Right? Jewels, sounds, beauty, everything. He threw it away. I don't, I don't know the whole story, but he doesn't want you to have yours. Okay? So he's working to keep us from getting something he'll never get again. <laughs> right? What's the point? What's you know? I'll tell you this, he's powerful. Don't underestimate him. He's working through the airwaves. He's the power, the prince of the power of the air. If HBO and Netflix and Showtime aren't airwaves, then I'm not standing here right now. All right? He gets to do what he's doing for a time. Don't let him lead us away. And lead us astray. We want to renew our minds. Okay? We want the Lord to help us renew our minds. Bless the Lord. Now I'm just going to go down here. I think I nailed that. So I'll just go down here. And then... um, we have to realize, saints, that we have to give up the world. Now, the world is not going to accept a, a, a partial f- step back, right? They want, they want you back. Your friends want you back, okay? This is why you have these broken up relationships right now, and you just wonder, well, you could at least call sometime. They don't want to hear from you. <laughs> they're right. We, we've all been there. You're a Christian now. You know, you talk, you're going to start talking that, that Christian stuff. You, you're going to start again. So, you, you know, we're not trying to hear all that. And um, so it's, it's, it's a good thing for us to stray away from places that might invite us back to our old self again. Right? Right. Now, I'm going to tell you, I talk to everybody. I talk, you know, I talk to everybody and you guys are talking to each other and stuff. And so we're, we're kind of assessing each other, you know, that because people say, oh no, nobody can judge you. Nobody can judge me. The only guy can judge me. But then when you go to court and the judge says, I judge you, you go into jail, you see that other people can judge you. Okay. All right. We judge each other. I would judge We could judge each other in an instant without even thinking about a judgment. Right? Okay, because I could say, well, those pearls should be purple, not green, on, uh, that a is wearing. That, 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 look, without even thinking about it, she should have purple pearls on. Right? If I cared. Right? If that's the kind of thing, we pass judgment all the time. It doesn't mean we're being ornery or, or, or mean or anything, but it's, it's a judgment. Um... <clears throat> um if, if I go and hang out, if I said to you, well, I can't even hang out at the, you know, the local festival. It's Memorial Day. Say, for instance, there's a festival down the street. I don't know that there is, but say there was. I, no, I can't go and hang out there because I know my mind. Okay, you know, it's not just about what somebody produced or the food. I'm thinking, oh, the people. And somebody out there is not going to be under the constraints of the Holy Spirit, right? Now, that's all over the earth. Get it? So can I go outside? Well, yeah, (laughs) because it's all over the earth. But the festival has beer and alcohol and weed and all of this kind of sort of stuff. I'm more apt to see more nudity she gonna be in, in embodied in 15 different women in one little section if I go to the festival now I put myself to a foolish test and I, you know or I tell myself I can manage this is just a festival this is how we work okay it's just a festival I should be able to go to the holiday festival shoot it's memorial day come on Geraldine this memorial day come on now huh? We have to visit, revisit our memories. These are our memories now. <laughs> we go down here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, consider, we actually need the Lord and decisions. That means we're going to go out and about and be around non-believers. Because I might have a standard, but it's not high enough to meet God's standard. It's not. It's never going to be, and I'm going to lie to myself and tell myself it's okay because by default, my flesh needs to be harnessed. By default, it's running where it wants to go, and I need to lasso that thing, right? By default. Otherwise, I'll be out there, and I can't believe what I just saw. I won't be able to take it out of my mind, Right? And then you turn around and say, well, I'm just going to turn around and go this way. And next thing, she's tapping you on the back. Oh, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Consider, Consider putting yourself to a foolish test. Right? You didn't do anything. You went home. But you thought about it all the way home. And when you got home, you sat up there and you thought about it and thought about it. And you wrote a movie about it. You got a series going on of you and this person. Right? Because you didn't take what you thought you could manage to the Lord. Right? You you thought, "Oh, I'm capable. It's Memorial Day. Here comes Geraldine." What? <laughs> I want to go. Now come on. <laughs> we going. Consider what I'm saying. Consider somebody next to you saying, oh, you don't go to the festival. What's wrong with you? Right? Right? Let me tell you, if we don't deal with the thoughts that we're eating, see, that would be feeding off the king's plate in Daniel's day. That's eating the food served up to for for idols. That's eating off the king's plate. This king of this world prince of this world right now is Satan we have to come from among we can't join everything I'm, I'm telling you the best I would suggest is you gift yourself together with your family and you're going to have enough nuts in the family and then you barbecue <laughs> in the backyard somewhere okay there's enough nonsense that's going to come out of it if you make it through that right but now, look, that sounds pretty constraining, David. I want to go down to the, to the jazz. They got jazz. Najee, he down there and others, you know. I want to go. I don't, I don't see no reason why I can't go. Don't test yourself. Ask God. And then ask him with your whole heart the full question. Because you know you don't want to hear no. You don't want to hear no. You, you, you kind of want a green light. You're hoping for a green light. So, you know, well, can't I just drive over near there? Yeah. <laughs> right? Bless the Lord. Let's really bless the Lord with a new way to let him transform our hearts. Come clean. Come clean. Well, I don't want to share what I'm really thinking. I just really like the jazz. No. Last time you was at the Jazz Affair, somebody over there looking like Gil Scott-Heron was looking at you. And you liked it. Yeah. He looked just like Gil. Five years later, five years later, oh, I wonder if that guy going to be there. Without even thinking. This is what you're thinking. This is how our minds work. They operate based on what they're fed. This is how they roll. You feed pollution, you're going to get pollution back. Bless the Lord. So it's not just that you can't go to the Tina. You can go to the jazz thing if that's not your issue, if the Lord says. Right? But you have to ask and expect no. (laughs) Expect no first. Because if, you're, if you have a hidden motive, then it's hidden. A lot of cases our hidden motives are hidden from us. They're so deep. Francis Frangipane said, a stronghold is a stronghold. It has a stronghold on you. Right? So I'm going to have a problem trying to divulge that hold. Right? Watch what you're eating. And then what you've eaten. Ask the Lord to help you throw it up. He can help us. But if I'm telling you, if you're still eating the same food off the same plate served to the same idols, you're not going to throw up this. You're just fortifying your food intake. And we are what we eat. Now, you keep pushing and keep going. Go do what you think is best because you're smart. And you're going to end up the product of the society that you're associating yourself with. And look around and you'll see the brokenness, the sicknesses. Everything that you're into needs a medicine, right? Because he's going to have his way. You're a child of God. You keep trying to pull away. Either I'm going to let you go to your own devices, which is going to take you out of here. Or you're going to line up with brutal beatings. (laughs) You're going to show the brutality that it takes for me to get you. You're going to have blisters and boils and sores and whatever comes from misdirected behavior. Whatever comes from Refusing to follow me will be evident in your life. That's not bad, it's good. He's still allowing all this craziness to happen to us to get us. We can't defame his name. We can't we need to make his name great. Ask the Lord. This is what I'm gonna say. There's always more. But I'll come back (laughs) if you'll have me. (laughs) No, no, no. Look, I'm preaching to me. And people say that, but I'm telling you the honest truth. I'm using real life case scenarios. Okay? Yeah. I'm not just making this stuff up. Real life case scenarios that I recognized in my own life. I need to surrender this mind of mine. I need to surrender the thoughts and the intentions of my heart. I can't be close to, to Barry if, if I'm hiding stuff from Barry. How are we going to be close? You get it? It's like, no, I reserved that right. Well, David, how does this look? It looked fine. I'm lying. Yeah, how my new snakes... How they look to you? They beautiful. <laughs> we, we need to be real with each other, and the, the the thing is that that true that truth is the essence of God. That realness is not gonna come laterally. It's gonna come from Him down. So we're pressing our way to God, and He's bringing us into the unity He wants. I can be nice to you today and can't stand you tomorrow. I'm seeing God in this picture. Let him show me his love and then it permeates everything. It comes down and does the work. He's uniting us. Christ wants us to be like he and the father. One, it doesn't come because I sent you a $50 gift card. Tomorrow you'll be telling me it didn't work. That's happened before. You know your intentions without well, you in a fallout drag out. What you mean it didn't work? Well, it's obvious you sent me something used. I mean, come on. We need the common denominator, the essence of God for his truth. We need to follow his plan. We actually need short-term goals which is today today transform your mind today be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind today guess what the short term goal is tomorrow transform your mind be ye renewed get it What about five days from now? Transform your mind. Be renewed. Look, God died for us. That was a price that he paid for us. Bless the Lord. It's a heavy, heavy price. There's no other price like it. Now, he gets the... The warranty, the manufacturer's warranty. When your car comes up for renewal or your maintenance contract comes up for renewal, help me here, Lord. What happens? You you take it in. Ours is coming up every moment. Take this shell in. Take this tabernacle in. Let the maker the manufacturer fixed the things that are going wrong in the inside so that the outside performs properly. If we don't do it, we're, gonna, we're not going to perform properly. We're going to be broke down, toe up, claiming we something else when we're not. And he has an extended warranty that takes us from this life to the next. Let this mind be in you which is in Christ Jesus. Let the Lord transform our minds. With that, I'm going to close.